Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You might remember that earlier in the year we covered this story. Bringing back about 1 billion hectares of forest cover would help to limit the effects of global warming. That was ecologist Robin Chasden, who is commenting on a paper by Switzerland's Jean-Francois Bastin and his colleagues, which came out recently in the journal Science. That paper claimed to have calculated that the Earth has the space for an extra billion hectares of trees, and if they were planted, it would lock away enough carbon dioxide to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius by 2050. Now, we have an update on this story because science have since published not one, not two, but in fact five comments and rebuttals to that original paper. And just to put one billion hectares into perspective, that's a land area roughly equivalent to the size of Australia. The rebuttals criticise various aspects of the method and the results in the paper. And one of those in particular, which was co-authored by almost 50 scientists, said that the authors had overestimated the available area for trees by fivefold. One of the co-authors, physical geographer Toby Pennington, told Phil Sansom why planting trees is a bit more complicated than it might appear. My concern stems from my background as someone who's worked in the dry tropics now for two decades. So a lot of my research is focused on tropical savannas in particular. These don't just occur in in Africa. There's more than two million square kilometres of savannas in, in central Brazil that a lot of people don't know about called the Cerrados. And if you look carefully at the paper, the areas that it's highlighting in tropical regions with most potential for tree planting are actually these tropical savannas. What did they say those areas were in the paper? Did they say they were just unoccupied? They didn't say they were unoccupied. Uh, They do acknowledge in the paper that obviously that the world's vegetation is not uniform, but perhaps a, a shortcoming of the paper is that it doesn't deal with the complexity of the world's major vegetation types, you know, which I like to call biomes. It doesn't really distinguish that in the tropics we have different major formations, tropical rainforests, tropical savannas and tropical dry forests. And they do pay a little attention at the end of the paper that there is this variation in vegetation types, but really that they don't give, for me, a nuanced enough message that tree planting may not be a good solution in all these biomes and that we should be looking at these different biome specific solutions. When it comes to the environment, are savannas environmentally rich? Absolutely. And so I think that this is the sort of killer fact that will amaze a lot of people. If you look at the latest estimates of species numbers based on actual counts for plants from the Amazon rainforest in Brazil and from these Cerrado savannas that cover central Brazil, the Cerrado savannas win by a few species. I mean, both have about 11,000 species, but there's a tremendous diversity of species in these Cerrado savannas. And many of these species depend on the continuation of the ecological processes that have generated them. And in those savannas, that means processes of, of fire, natural fires in the dry season to keep this system open. If you plant trees across those savannas, you'll be really disturbing that ecological balance. Now, we covered the original paper by Jean-Francois Bastin and his colleagues, but what they were doing was a very sort of almost 
Yeah, broad brush, almost black and white carbon calculation about yes. where there could be trees planted and what would be the carbon potential for doing that. Now, on those terms, are they still right that planting trees in the savanna would be good just on that one thing? I'm a biodiversity scientist rather than an ecologist who, who looks at carbon sequestration, but the co-authors of the reply that I was involved in and of other replies that were submitted are very clear that they feel that the Bastan Atel carbon sequestration estimates are overestimated because they've forgotten to account for various things, including carbon stored in soils, which can be very high, for example, in these savanna systems, and some of that carbon might be lost if, for example, we convert them to forest. And in your rebuttal specifically, I know that you and your co-authors said that there was a, actually, they overestimated the area that could have trees by about a factor of five. Is that just because of savannas or are there other areas as well? No, there are also other areas in the, the planet that tree planting would be ill-advised. So those include high altitude and high latitude. And the reason for that is planting forests there effectively changes the reflectiveness of the land surface. Snow or ice will reflect radiation, but a forest cover will absorb it and so can increase local warming and so increase processes of warming globally. Is there another dimension where a lot of the areas that they highlighted were areas in, I guess you could call it the global south? Yeah, so for me, this is a... This is a big issue. And I was discussing this paper with a colleague of mine who works for WWF. And it was the first thing that he pointed out wasn't discussed really at all in in the paper. And that is the issue that a lot of these dry tropical areas actually are the areas in the tropics that have the highest populations. And these include some of the world's poorest people, you know, particularly in sub-Saharan Africa, who are dependent, for example, on these savanna systems for fuel wood, for food, for a lot of ecosystem services. And so any conservation, restoration initiatives at large scale in these areas is going to need to take into account the needs and desires of these populations. And that wasn't really discussed in the paper. To be fair to the authors, that's beyond the scope of that paper. But if these efforts are going to be implemented at broad scale, is the human dimension is going to be really important to consider. So you can't just go planting trees willy-nilly? You can't just plant trees willy-nilly. You're going to have to take account the social context and the livelihoods of the people that are living there. Well, I don't know if you've seen on the internet recently, but there's a, a big trending hashtag called Team Trees, which a lot of people on YouTube and other social media platforms are using when they donate large amounts of money to plant trees. And Elon Musk has just donated effectively a million trees. All these people are just sort of throwing money at this. It's the Arbor Day is the name of the charity. Do you think that they're doing the right thing? Yes, in many ways I do. I will you know, lay my cards on the table. 20 years ago, I was running a, a tree nursery in Scotland called Scottish Native Trees and Shrubs because I care about forests and reforestation. And so I think, you know, just to be clear, planting trees is a really good thing, but we need to make sure those trees are being planted in the correct places. I've actually got a map here of where this charity Arbor Day has been doing tree planting in the past, which might be a clue to where they're going to plant these new trees that have just been pledged. I'm just going to share it with you now over Hangouts to get your opinion, if that's all right. Yep. Here it is. Let me see. Okay. 
a lot of those tree symbols for me are in are in good places where reforestation would be great. So, for example, yeah, the northeastern Brazilian one it says Atlantic Forest Brazil. So that's almost certainly the coastal Atlantic rainforest. So that that is fine, you know, that is not a savanna system. But if you click on the one that's in the centre of Brazil, it just says Brazil. So it's kind of <laughs> hard to know. It looks to me like it's in in the Amazon. I know areas of Africa less well. It looks to me like some of their African sites are in rainforest, which is is absolutely fine. So, I mean, this underlines my message that planting trees in many places is good and it's important. The broader message is, is we do need to think very carefully at a global scale where that happens.